Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies, and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about how you spend your time. What are the results and intention for the hours that you put in to your business and put on to your business? So there's there's two parts um, of being a business owner. And Michael Gerber really just coined it perfectly uh, in his book, The E-Myth. And that is you're either working in your business or you're working on your business. And if you really want to grow your business, um, then you need to make sure that you have intention and focus on working on your business. So often entrepreneurs start a business because they love what they do and they're good at it. But when they do that all the time in their business, they're really working in their business. Oftentimes, entrepreneurs have really just created a job for themselves instead of a business for themselves. So definitely there's times and aspects that you need to be working in your business, but it's also more important to set aside time and have specific intention working on your business and working towards specific results that will impact your business and its growth and its future. I like Michael Gerber, um, again, in the E-Myth, when he talked about being a technician in your business and working in your business. I loved, and this always comes to mind, um, is that an auto mechanic really has no business opening up an auto repair shop because an auto mechanic is too good at what they do. So if they open up an auto repair shop, they're likely to just be working in the business doing the auto repair work. Michael Gerber says, no, 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 no. An auto mechanic actually should open up a nail salon because an auto mechanic opening up a nail salon, he can't work in the business because he's a mechanic. He, they don't teach uh, doing nails in auto repair school. So I always like that that analogy that if you really want to build a business, it's actually kind of good to build something where you are limited in terms of how much you can work in the business because then you're 
forced to work on the business. So when you work on your business, that is really helping you to create your revenue pipeline. You need to balance, and I would really challenge you to look at how you're spending your week, how you're spending your time. Even if you went back over the last week and just looked at your calendar and said, okay, what what was I doing that was revenue generating? So that's kind of working in the business. It's like, what's producing revenue right now? That could be working directly with clients. Um, I know a lot of you love working in your business. I love working in my business, and I'm not going to give that up but I'm not gonna spend 20 hours a week, 30, 40 hours a week working exclusively in my business. I'm going to work a portion in my business and then spend the rest of my time working on my business. So working in my business, I should be doing revenue generating activity, working with clients and working on my business is actually helping to build my revenue pipeline and it's actually setting up the, the growth and the expansion of our business. So when you talk about working on your business and focusing on your revenue pipeline, I follow this formula. It's a little bit um, based off of Dan Miller, my podcast hero of 48 Days. Um, and he talks about the 15-hour formula for, for a startup. We're going to assume you're not a startup, and so this is what I use for my revenue pipeline activity of working on my business. So I spend three hours reading, studying, gathering new knowledge. I spend five hours creating content, and I spend three hours on marketing efforts, all right? So that's 11 hours three hours reading, studying, gathering new knowledge, five hours creating content, and three hours on marketing efforts. So now let's dive into kind of the different types of activities and um, the intention and the results of doing and blocking your time in this revenue pipeline formula for how you spend your week. So in terms of the three hours of reading, studying, and gathering new knowledge, What the trick is, is that you are honestly having to limit your knowledge gathering. There's only so much you can absorb and take action on. And, you know, right now, I know a lot of you, like me, are probably members of different communities, different groups, different masterminds, different programs. And, you know, these programs are putting out a ton of content. I'm in one group that puts out literally at least 13 hours of new, amazing, great content every single week. And I mean, like, it's such great stuff. I would love to spend 13 hours a week absorbing this content, but you know what? I can't because I'm absorbing too much in that 13 hours that it would take me a hundred hours to take that 13 hours and and do something with it. So it's not a good use of my time to spend 13 hours on that reading, studying, gathering new knowledge, attending webinars and things like that. So I really pick and choose what I'm going to participate in for the week. 
and I limit that to three hours. And if I'm in something and I'm just, it's, it's not speaking to me, it's not speaking to like where I am working on my business right now, then I tap out and leave early so that I'm saving that time. Um, unless it's an awkward situation and there's only three people on. I did stay on on a webinar um, in one community because I was the only attendee that should have told me right there. But anyways, um, I really tried to focus that time and choose that three hours of attending uh, webinars or Zooms, whatever, that I am going to be gathering new knowledge, um, but I'm limiting my knowledge gathering. But then I'm also challenging myself to then do something with that knowledge gathering. Then the five hours of creating content. Now, um, you know, that that could be a, a, a plethora of things that helps you work on your business, helps you grow your revenue pipeline. And that could include working on a book related to, you know, your expertise in your field or in your industry. It could be creating courses for your clients. It could be working on coaching packages. It could be enhancing your um, hiring and recruitment assets. Because why this is revenue pipeline is because you make money when you have employees in your business who are working for you, serving your clients, and producing a 4x return on what you pay them. So the five hours of creating content, again, could be working on a book, courses, coaching packages, working on your recruitment assets. So for example, um, I am going to be doing that, and I've already blocked that out. That is going to happen um, for two weeks, I'm going to spend 10 hours um, working on our recruitment assets starting the week of March 15th, and I'm going to spend an hour a day doing that and what I'm going to accomplish during that time and the results that I want to achieve is an overhaul of our website, and I'm also going to put some more of our information that we give new hires in terms of our benefits packages and things like that on the website. And I am also going to do a few interviews with existing employees um, to have more of a what a day is like in the life of a claims examiner in our Carmel, Indiana office. And the result is going to be, again, these assets are going to be developed. And the ultimate result is that we will be in an all recruiting mode that is attracting and solidifying us matching with a player employees. Um, you could be creating marketing content. Maybe you're spending your five hours a week on social media putting out content. Now, the internet, the social media platforms, LinkedIn, they are starving for content. So I definitely think that if you're going to be doing revenue pipeline generating work, you need to be focused on generating new content to put on these platforms. This is not the time to consume content, all right? Your revenue pipeline, if you're gonna spend five hours, you are creating content, you are putting content out there, not consuming the content in these five hours. Then the next is to spend three hours 
on marketing efforts to build your brand and reputation. And so this would be, um, in my recommendation, would be to build your networking, all right? Maybe it is creating your dream 100. You've created content, and, and when you create the content, you can post it in that five hours. But the three hours of marketing efforts to build your brand and reputation should be about genuine connection with people. And this would also be if you're networking and doing kind of like coffee chats with people, then this would also be within that three-hour time frame. Um, I met a, well, actually, he was on a recent episode, Adam McKee, who uh, talked about his Profit First journey. But he's just been a fun wonderful person to connect with. And he's actually facilitated some introductions for me to other people. And I, you know, just have to connect with those people sparingly because I could probably spend, because I enjoy it a lot, I could spend easily three hours a day having coffee chats with people and talking to them about their businesses. But I limit it to three hours per week. So if I do 30-minute coffee chats, then I, in my three hours of marketing efforts to build my brand and reputation, I'm really spending about an hour and a half on networking, coffee chats. So those are like three 30-minute calls. And then I'm also spending an hour kind of broken up over the week. I try to spend 15 minutes four times a week on LinkedIn and trying to connect with people and create that connection on LinkedIn based off of, um, you know, people I've read about um, or I've seen in publications, you know, that I've picked up other names along the way. And I write a very personalized email to them. And I, again, am also connecting with my existing network in LinkedIn to build those one-on-one authentic relationships and connections, again, separate from posting on LinkedIn and, and, and sharing things with the masses. I also like to um, spend about 30 minutes sending people stuff. So once a week, I spend about 30 minutes handwriting notes, sending a little treat in the mail to someone to brighten their day, recognizing people's birthdays. Not that I'm the best at that, but if I can, I try and I do. But uh, so I spend about three hours on that marketing effort. Also, in terms of this time, I'm also really focused on building my dream 100. So I'm going to be starting a community for entrepreneurs. And so I'm curating the 100, the dream 100 entrepreneurs who I would like to be part of this unique community of entrepreneurs. Really, the result that I'm trying to achieve is to build my dream 100 target list and nurture and cultivate those relationships. Um, I don't have that list built out to 100, um, but I'm working on building it out to 100. But as I'm adding people, I'm also making sure that I am nurturing those relationships and really building uh, connection and with authenticity. So that is the revenue pipeline. 
11 hours a week of intentionally working on your business and building that future pipeline of revenue and growth. Now, I challenge you, you know, we've talked about working on your business, working in your business. It's really important that you have specific intentions for your employees as well. You know, how they're spending their time. What are they doing that is generating revenue right in the here and now? And then what kind of activity are they doing that is um, sort of revenue pipeline building? And everyone in your organization has a part in this, even your accounting department or your contracts management department, like in our case. So for example, our contracts management team, they're kind of in a unique position of, you know, having frequent interaction with our clients during a project. And they also have a unique sort of perspective and and position too, to kind of also plant seeds for future projects, or just touch base with clients who might not be having any current projects with us, but a good way for us to just touch base. And they're not a salesperson. (laughs) Um, We've got great a great sales team, but um, but we've also created opportunity for our contracts department to be involved in the revenue pipeline, and um, we have rolled out an incentive program for them that sort of challenges them to reach out to their clients and um, see what's going on, see what's on the horizon, and feed that information to our sales team who can follow up on that. And we have set specific targets and tier levels of how many of those opportunities get actually into our pipeline. And if they get to um, home on our pipeline, we've talked about how we use baseline selling. And if they get to home on our pipeline, then for each project that gets to home, if they get up to 10, then they're going to get a wonderful trip they have until December 31st to get up to 10 to home. And if they get 15 to home or 15 opportunities that they pass on to our sales department get to home, then they get a really fabulous trip um, by December 31st. And if there's projects still in the pipeline, but they have, they're at third base on December 31st, that's okay. They get to roll that pipeline into next year. It's just when they come home, that's when we count it and that's when they get that incentive. And our sales team is really excited about this opportunity as well. And, you know, they're going to be sort of making sure that the contracts department is has a good system for occasionally reaching out to their contacts to help us just build that revenue pipeline. And, you know, I mean, again, we're just challenging them to spend 30 minutes a day doing this. And we've got a process and a system that just really is like kind of like following a checklist for doing it. Um, But having a specific block of time and making it intentional with the ultimate result um, that benefits everyone, but also them too. So anyways, thank you so much for joining us on this episode We have a uh, pretty cool resource about how you can block your time on your revenue pipeline generation 
activity, and you can access that resource at ProfitFirstNation.com and click on resources. When you click on to resources that first time, make sure that you put in your cell phone number because when you put in your cell phone number, then you are going to automatically receive our visual recap, our show notes, and resources with each episode on Thursday when each new episode drops. Please, please, please remember there are bookkeepers, accountants, and coaches in this world with the heart of a teacher ready to serve you and your business with their certified Profit First knowledge, skills, and experience. Just visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on Connect to connect with one of my fellow certified Profit First professional peeps. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. 